Hey, Crusaders, welcome back to Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics presented by UMass Memorial Health. As always, I'm your host, Kevin Gale. Today, we continue our Crusader Coaching Profile Series with the new Richard L. Ahern, 51, Director of Cross Country and Track and Field at Holy Cross, Jet Alfonso. Now, Jet has served as the head women's track and field coach for 23 years. She's just the second person ever to hold the title of director along with her longtime colleague and friend, Jim Cavanaugh, who just retired this summer after 52 years. It'd be hard to find a coach, though, who bleeds more Crusader purple than Jet. She was a team captain and sprinter for Holy Cross in the 80s and 90s. Her husband is a Holy Cross alum, and her son will be competing for her on the Holy Cross team this season. Jet, welcome to Seder Stories, and congratulations on the new directorship. Oh, thank you so much. It's nice to be here. You worked with Jim Cavanaugh for such a long time in this program. I'd love to know how you first learned about this opportunity to lead the entire program at Holy Cross. We knew that Jim was nearing his time of retirement, and he and I had talked about it um, a few times, but nothing official um, at the time. And Marcus Blossom was actually the first director that mentioned the possibility of stepping into the role, um, but then he went to Creighton. Then Kit Hughes did approach me about it and, and wanted to know first off, and rightly so, if I was even interested in the position. And I said, yeah, absolutely. Jim's been a great mentor to me throughout my time here at Holy Cross. And he's helped me a lot in terms of um, tweaking who I, who I am as a coach and figuring things out. And so when he started talking to me about it and when Kit started talking to me about it, I was like, this is definitely a position I can see my myself in. I want to try and bring these programs to the next level. And um, I have some good ideas for it. And, and so, yeah, I, I, I was really enthusiastic about stepping into the role. Yeah, that's no surprise. I mean, after decades here in Worcester, as first a student athlete, now as a coach, raising your family locally, could you have imagined any other role than this one as you looked forward in your career? Yes, <laughs> but I, I do believe purple. Uh, there have been a number of, of different things have, that have come up over the years that I thought to myself, that sounds interesting, but I've always come back to Holy Cross and my time here as a student athlete and how much it meant to me, how meaningful my relationships with my former teammates have been over the years here. And then the student athletes that have worked with me that continue to come back here yearly to talk with me, to catch up that are doing amazing things. And so it's, it's difficult to, to have imagined. At the time when I took on the position of being a head coach here at Holy Cross, did I imagine I would ever be a director? No. At the time that I got the head coaching position, I was like, wow, I can't believe <laughs> little girl from Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York, who coached high school track and field is now a head coach of a division one program. But like I said, what Jim Cavanaugh, helped me through over the past 20 years here. I believe he's prepared me very well for the role. And it's only been in the past few years that I've actually considered it as something that I feel like I'm qualified to handle and that I'm enthusiastic about handling. This is a high energy job. Jim's been at it for 52 years and he always came in with such great energy, um, even though he was doing it for 52 years. And so I wanted to continue that type of energized approach to the job. 
And I, I felt that this was the, the right time in my life to do that. You mentioned your home borough of Brooklyn. What drew you to Holy Cross first as a student athlete back when you were a teenager? So I was looking at a number of different colleges at the time. And my, uh, my high school coach kept telling me that with my type of grades that I had to look at uh, some academic places. And, and at the time I was the first one in my family that had ever gone to college. And so I distinctly remember my trip out to Holy Cross. I took a bus out here. I drove on 290. I passed the campus. And anybody that's driven on 290 and passes the campus, it's, it's an amazing view. And I was just like, wow, that's a, that's a really pretty campus. The assistant coach picked me up at the bus stop. We drove in. I had a, a, a great hostess, Kelly Abercrombie, who I still communicate with from time to time. She just took me around it and, and I didn't really know it at the time, but Kelly Abercrombie was extremely popular. So she knew everybody on the campus. So I just <laughs> felt like embraced right away by, by the student body on campus. Ultimately, it came down to this being what I felt was the best match for me because I did get into a, a number of different schools that I, I could have seen myself at as well. But Holy Cross just felt like home to me just on that day visit. And so that's why I wound up coming here. It's incredible. Coaches like you, student athletes we talk to at Holy Cross, they always talk about that balance at Holy Cross between academics, athletics, and basically a well-rounded college experience. Is that something that you still talk about with athletes you recruit to this day? All the time. And so we, we talk about making contributions to this college in, in three separate ways. How are you competing? How are you in the classroom? And what are you doing to service your community? And so that's a, that's a big, big piece of our recruiting. That's who we're looking for. And then when they get on the campus, how do we get them involved in those things here? And so it, it, they have to have the trifecta. We call it the trifecta. I like and that. We keep continuing to push them towards that. One of my largest points of pride is that I've had a number of kids that have graduated that have done well on the athletic field and in the classroom, but have also been like community leaders here. And I don't take full responsibility for that. These are kids that are go-getters, but we talk about it all the time. And, and I feel partially responsible for the fact that they're actually, they actually came to the campus. But you know, like last year we had three women that graduated that received community service awards and they only give it out to a, a set number of seniors um, every year. And we had three just on our team alone. Uh, that was Mia Austin, Jordan Schubrick and Brianna Cummings. Um, and so they received several awards for, for their community service and just wonderful people to represent Holy Cross and to represent the team. And so we do, we push for that big time here. We're trying to, to make leaders. We want them to finish up in the four years here, go out, do something wonderful, and then give back to the program once, they, once they're doing that. I love hearing that. And, and you humbly said you didn't play a huge role in that, but as someone who lives locally, you've lived around Worcester, your entire adult life now, you've raised a family there. Do you feel an even tighter connection with the community? I do. I'm busy a lot, but <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel a real connection with Worcester. And then I'm at, I'm out of Leicester. I live about 20 minutes away from the campus and my and my boys both were in the Leicester public school system. And so there's a tight community there. My husband, um, as an alum of the college, we still follow uh, sports in the area pretty closely. Uh, we go to Braveheart games and out to Polar Park as well. 
Holy Cross football games, obviously, and Holy Cross baseball games. We're big baseball fans here. So, so yeah, we feel, we feel a pretty good uh, connection with the community, Holy Cross community and the Worcester community. Let's talk a little bit more about your resume as a runner at Holy Cross. Uh, your 4x100 relay team actually set the Holy Cross all-time record in that event back in 1992. You picked up all Patriot League honors. Out of all your accomplishments, what would you say was your proudest moment as a competitor at Holy Cross? So let me just say, first of all, that that record, one of my first jobs when I took on the head coaching position here was to tell my 100 meter runners that they needed to break that record immediately. <laughs> I, I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't that proud of that record. I think we were running probably 52 seconds, maybe 51 seconds at the time and loved all of the, the, the three other girls that ran with me, but we were not 100 meter runners. I was a 400 meter girl. Uh, Sue Daly was a hundred meter hurdler. Tanya Baskin was probably the only legitimate hundred meter runner on the squad. And, and uh, Lisa Hurahan was a soccer player, middle distance runner. And so we just all got the baton around the track basically. <laughs> and, and that's how we have the record. What I'm most proud of at Holy Cross is that at a time when um, I was injured, I was able to help the team as a thrower. So I had thrown a little bit in high school and I had, I suffered a hamstring injury and I kind of went through that for a little bit. And then I said, well, how can I help out the team if I'm not running the 400? And my coach suggested, uh, this is coach Al Helper. He said, well, what do you think you could throw in the shot put if you had to throw the shot put? And I just threw out a random number and he said, you know what, we could use you doing that. And, and I was able to hit the random number the first time that I did it. And then he's like, okay, you're going to stick with it. That actually allowed me to form a closer connection with Jim Cavanaugh at the time, because he was the men's coach, but also the throws coach. Mm -hmm. And so I started working with him and I worked on the discus, the, the shot put and the javelin throw. At one point they did put a weight in my hand. And if you know anything about the weight, it's like a 25 pound right. um, implement. They probably took it away from me. Like after my first throw said, we're not going to do that because it was bad, but I was able to contribute to the team in the throws. And so at one meet, I know that I, I participated in seven different events and I was able to, to score in all wow. seven of the events and three of them were uh, the throws. And so I was just happy to be able to contribute to my team in that way, even though things weren't going so well for me on the track. I use that story sometimes to, to tell my kids that sometimes if things aren't working out the way you want it to work out, you've got to find something different that you can do that's going to give you some joy, but is also going to help out the people that you care about on your team. We're going to take just a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we'll continue our conversation with Jen Alfonso right here on Seder Stories. At Fuel America, we've created a place for people to gather, to share their stories. We are a destination and we are a starting point because Fuel America is not just our name, it's our mission. Run, roll, walk. Massachusetts is getting moving again. And UMass Memorial Healthcare is here to do our part. Push, pull. We're the region's leader in orthopedics with more doctors, more expertise, and more locations than anyone else. Stir, kick, get moving again with UMass Memorial Healthcare's orthopedics experts. Jig, job. Appointments available now. Call 855 UMass MD. UMass Memorial Healthcare. A proud sponsor of Holy Cross Athletics. Wegmans Meals to Go makes eating well extra easy. 
power up with one of our poke bowls or poke salads. They're made with all your favorite sushi ingredients and served over your choice of greens or grains. Pick from shrimp, king salmon, ahi tuna, and more. And poke is just the beginning. Our fresh-made salads, hand-rolled sushi, and other favorites can be delivered right to your door with a simple tap or click. Order on the app or visit Mealstogo.com. Select stores only. Minimum $20 order for delivery. Check availability in your area. What does it mean to be relentless? It means providing access to great medicine for everyone. UMass Memorial Health, the relentless pursuit of healing. Find the help you're looking for at ummhealth.org. Hello, I'm Richard Carr of Carr Financial. As a proud alumnus and sponsor of Holy Cross Athletics, I know the importance of making a game plan to set up your team for success. Why should preparing for your financial future be any different? At Carr Financial, our dedicated advisors have decades of experience helping people like you put together a customized financial plan. Contact Carr Financial today and let us guide you toward a life of success as you define it. Call 508-795-0264 or visit carfinancial.com. Welcome back to Seder Stories. I'm Kevin Gale, joined by Jet Alfonso. Now, Jet, after graduation, you stayed local and began your coaching career at South High School in Worcester. When did you know that coaching was going to be your lifetime passion? So I, I actually went to New York for a couple of years, and then I came back to Worcester because my husband was in the area as well. And I volunteered at a high school um, with the boys and girls track team there. And then that coach stepped away and I became the head coach at South High School for the, for the boys and the girls. I was doing that for a couple of years. Jim Cavanaugh was actually teaching at South High School at the time. And he was also the assistant. Um, I believe he was, no, he was the head coach here at the time at Holy Cross, but it was in a part-time capacity. And then they had decided to open both the head coaching, uh, men's head coaching and women's head coaching position into a full-time job. And so that's when Jim asked me if I was interested in applying for it. So I, I consider myself pretty lucky to only have been coaching high school track for a couple of years. We did see some success in those couple of years. So I felt ready to step in or reasonably ready to step in, um, in, a, in a coaching position for college but he's the one that introduced it to me and, and, and asked if I was interested in applying for it. And they put me through the ringer a little bit in the application process, um, but I made it through and very happy that I got the position. Very small team when I first entered Holy Cross. And I wouldn't say it was particularly balanced in terms of how we, um, we represented the events. We didn't have a lot of field events and we didn't have a lot of sprinters. So uh, that was, probably my first thing that I worked on once I came to Holy Cross, just balancing the team out a little bit. What does it feel like as an alum to return and guide a program that, that you once competed in? Because not many athletes get an opportunity to, to take on a role like that. You said they put you through the ringer, so I guess you earned it. <laughs> well, it's very special, but it's also terrifying. Like you, you feel a little bit of the extra weight on your shoulders to make sure that you're representing your school well, your former teammates don't pull any punches when they're asking you questions about how the team is doing. So there's, there's that little extra, you know, I got to make sure that I'm doing everything right. Um, I got to make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm representing my school well and that I'm pushing the kids hard enough at the same time that I'm balancing everything properly because I know what, what it takes to be a Holy Cross student athlete. So it's fun. It's amazing to come back to the school but there's always that little bit of, you know, 
got to do, got to do everything the right way here. Yeah. So now I have to ask, Jet is obviously your nickname. Ejetta is your first name, but you've gone by quite a few different versions from, from family and friends over the years. Can you give us a little background on this name evolution? I'm named after my mom's best friend, Ejetta, um, who currently lives in Alabama. And um, my mom called me Jet Jet growing up. My former uh, name, my maiden name was Ejetta Shumsky. And so my best friend in high school called me Jetski. I actually have one of those Letterman jackets with jet ski on it. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> she thought it was very cute at the time. And at the time I was pretty fast, but not on water. So <laughs> not good on water at all. So the name Jet stuck for a little bit with me there. The real spelling of Ejetta is E-G-E-T-T-A. Uh, so now I, I still have use the name jet, but it's with two T's, not one. Um, and I tell everybody it's because I'm not as fast as I used to be. So <laughs> when you see a name like jet from a track and field or cross country coach, it, it just seems like such a natural fit. So it, it feels like that was, that was the right place to land with it. You talked quite a bit about Jim Cavanaugh. Obviously he spent six decades at Holy Cross. He just spoke glowingly about his working relationship with you during that time. When you think about his, his friendship, his mentorship, working alongside him from, from the high school ranks to the college ranks, it doesn't seem like many coaches get an opportunity like that to, to build a bond that lasts for you over, over three plus decades. Do you keep in touch with Jim now that he's uh, enjoying his retirement? Jim's not going anywhere. So let me just say <laughs> Jim, Jim has been emailing me. He's been in the office. He comes by to say hi. Um, we still text each other and call each other. Um, that's a friendship for life. We're, we're, we haven't ended anything. And, and I'm hoping that he can continue to, to mentor me and guide me through some things. So yeah, Jim, Jim and I are connected for life. You get a unique opportunity this next season. Your son, Tony, is now a junior in the program. Mm -hmm. He was an 800 meter runner last year. As you move into the directorship role, you get to coach Tony overall from the top. What's that relationship like when, when you get to coach a child in the college level? So any parent that coaches their own child will tell you that sometimes that can be a little strained. Um, so <laughs> we do have another coach on staff that helped us out a lot last year. He's a volunteer coach and also a Holy Cross alum, Jeff Paterno. So I am normally the 400 meter and 800 meter coach on staff and, but Jeff's going to give me a nice little cushion with the, <laughs> with the male athletes. So Jeff and I will work together. We'll, we'll work in terms of putting together programming for the middle distance men, but we'll let Jeff do the coaching, the actual direct coaching on the track. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. The cushion, the buffer, yeah. that's, that's really wise. I don't know where the summer went, but the fall season is already here. Mm -hmm. uh, your cross-country teams will start competing on September 2nd. What do you have in store for them when they're back on campus next week? So it's going to be a lot of training. We have a, a new associate head coach of cross-country, Stephanie Riley, and mm -hmm. Steph's a former Olympian in, in the steeplechase. She's really looking forward to coaching both the men and the women, and she's already jumped in completely on the recruiting aspect of things here. And so it's, it's going to be a lot of training, figuring out who the, the guys are in particular. Mm -hmm. I have a pretty good relationship with the women and I recruited the incoming first year students that are, that are going to be joining us this year. 
So I, I, I pretty much know what they're about, but it's the men that I, I really have to get a chance to know. And, that she, and she's got to get to know both sides. The first couple of weeks is just going to be getting to know our runners, figuring them out a little bit. The, the schedule is a, is a little bit different. Steph and I sat and talked about what she thought was the best approach for a cross country team. And mm -hmm. um, she definitely likes to take a weekend off in between each competition, if not two weeks. So it's going to be a smaller schedule. It's going to be a, a, a season of just learning about the athletes and working really hard. We, we have some goals um, that we would like to accomplish. We think the cross country teams are both talented and hardworking, and we just want to keep that going and see what we can do in the league, if we can move, move up in the league this year. And then after the fall season, indoor track and field won't be too far behind. What can we expect from the Crusaders indoors and outdoors during this 22-23 campaign? Much of the same, just a lot, putting in a lot of hard work and seeing what we can do in terms of the league. I'm really excited about the New Balance facility that's opening up in Boston. So we already have a couple of uh, meets at New Balance on our schedule at this point. We may even be adding a third to it. So I think the athletes will be really excited about that new venue. And we've got some really talented kids that are going to be coming back. And then we've added some really talented first years as well, uh, particularly on the women's side. Um, we've got a couple on the guy's side too, but the guys are more returners that are, that I'm really looking forward to working with. So it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. And our goal has always been to, to be competitive in the league. It's tough. We're in a, we're in a very tough league with army and Navy. They, they tend to be talented and have depth. But we're, we're going to plug away and see what we can do in the league. Excellent. We're looking forward to seeing you guys build that depth. And I got to say, it's been great talking with you today. Congratulations again on the opportunity to take over this program and move into that directorship. But we're not done yet, Jed. We've been ending our Crusader coaching profiles with a set of rapid fire questions. Oh, God. So I'm going to ask you, <laughs> that's typically been the response. Uh, I'm going to ask you a handful of random questions. So just give me the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Track event that you never tried but wish you had, or field event? Uh, 800. Your favorite restaurant in Worcester? I'm going to go with Soul Proprietor. I love seafood. <laughs> favorite hobby when you aren't coaching? I love to read and write. Favorite TV show? God, I love everything. Um, <laughs> what are you streaming right now? What are you watching when you have the time? When I have the time, I'm just a Netflix girl. I just go around to a bunch of things. I'm, I'm going to say Grey's Anatomy. That's always a strong choice. Besides <laughs> your phone, keys, and wallet, what's something you never leave home without? A piece of fruit. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Favorite spot on Holy Cross's campus? Our outdoor track. And that's, see, that wasn't so bad. Yeah, not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah seriously, thanks again. Congratulations, and, and we wish all your teams the very best this season. Thank you so much. It was nice, nice doing this with you. Great to talk to you, too. That's a wrap on this edition of Seder Stories. As always, we ask that you please subscribe on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. And if you love our show, please leave us a five-star rating and review. It's still the best way for fellow Crusaders to find our shows. Thanks again for tuning in to Seder Stories. I'm Kevin Gale. Go Cross Go. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seder Stories, presented by UMass Memorial Health. 
Stay in the loop on all things Holy Cross Athletics at GoHolyCross.com and at GoHolyCross on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go Cross Go!